Welcome to Chasing Greatness. We are rolling into May and I'm fired up. It's going to be a really great week. Uh, A couple things are happening this week. First of all, we are hitting 25,000 downloads for the podcast here, the Chasing Greatness podcast. This is a podcast where, you know, you've been listening. This is where you help. we help you win at work on Mondays. We, we help you win at home on Wednesdays. And on Fridays, we've been talking about winning at life and fired up about uh, Friday's episode this week. We're going to continue what we've been talking about with our five C's of self-leadership. Uh, just to, just to help you really build a blueprint to have a life you want. So tune in Friday for that. If you missed the last few weeks, you can you can go back and check those out. But you've been helping us grow, and we're really excited about that. And I'm also excited this week because it is Mother's Day, and my mom is still around. I'm so grateful for that. And uh, today, I'm 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 shout out to all the moms out there, all the all the women really who help take care of um, of the people around them. This is it's, it's pretty amazing when I think about all they do. Uh, we were up in Chicago just a couple weeks ago. One of my daughters is a, is a young mom now. And uh, when my wife and I were there together, and we were, just, we, were, we were only there 24 hours. And when I left, I was like, this is this feels like a lot. And, and to look back and to think that we had four of them and less than, uh, about five and a half years apart with all four total. And so it was like, that was a blur for a while, and so if you're a mom out there, you're a, you're a woman out there who's who's really helping um, the next generation. Thank you for that. Just shout out to you. Uh, that's cool. And in memory of that, or in, in honor of that, not memory, but in honor of that, uh, today's episode on winning at work. I wanna I wanna talk about something that my mom taught me. I think it's one of the first things I can remember her teaching me in my life. And so I think this is going to be really applicable to all of us when we think about winning at work. So so welcome to the podcast. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so and join the 25,000 others who have who've been downloading. I uh, hope you'll do that. I hope you'll continue to share. I hope you'll push this out to your friends. I think you'll hear some things today that are, that's going to be helpful to you. Uh, at least I hope so. They're going to help me. So I'm going to talk about them and hopefully you can stick with me for about 10 minutes here. But so I go back to to my uh, very early days. I don't know. Maybe I was six, seven years old when I first remember hearing this. And the first time I, I heard it, my mom says uh, something about the golden rule, and I thought, man, that sounds kind of cool. What is the golden rule? And she taught me this this principle uh, that that really it's it's an old Bible principle. It it comes from the words of Jesus, who I believe personally was the greatest teacher who ever lived. And Jesus made this statement one time. He said, do unto others or do to others what you would have them do unto you. Such a great uh, way to live your life, to treat others. This is the way my mom explained it to me. Just treat other people the way you would want them to treat you. That's, That's just such a powerful mindset. And as we think about winning at work this week, if you really want to be great, if you're chasing greatness, you're really intending to have, have maximum influence and you want to leave a legacy and you want to build a career and all the things that you're trying to do at work, I hope you will remember that that if you treat other people the right way, it, it's, it's going to be really good for your career. In fact, I don't know of a better way to treat them than, than the way you would want them to treat you. A couple of people have told me in the past, I had a boss one time who, who always said, I want to lead people the way I would want to be led. If you're a leader, I think that's really good advice. And I remember uh, hearing Zig Ziglar, the old motivational speaker, he always used to say, if if you help enough people get what they want, you'll always have what you want. 
And I think that's really um, th there's some real truth to that. Now I would I would I would add uh, I, you know I, I tried last week to add something to what Abe Lincoln said. I don't know if you heard that. Go check that out. But I want to I want to just just uh, clarify from for, for what Zig said something, and I don't, don't want to add to what Zig said. He, him him and Abe Lincoln are two legends when it comes to thought. But but I would say that we if we treat people. Uh, in in such a way that they'll that you know we give them what they want so we'll have what we want that I don't think Zig was saying your motive ought to be let's do something nice for somebody so we'll we'll make sure they do something nice for us we create obligation if we do that that's really not the goal and that's not what Zig meant by that so I want to clarify that and make sure we know that but but if we really do live our lives in a way that the the language we use sometimes if we we show up every day like an offensive lineman we make holes. So other people can score. Uh, that really is part of chasing greatness. It's not just maximizing your potential. It's really helping the people around you maximize theirs. And you help them win. You start helping people win, and and you're going to be a winner. I'm telling you, uh, it, it, there's just no question about it. So I want us to think today specifically about a a, a little word that um, it it gets some pa bad publicity, uh, especially by people who don't possess this word, and it's the word empathy. The word empathy. Now, I don't know about you, but empathy it can really be a challenge for me because I'm. I think it's a challenge for me because I'm a human being. I think it's a challenge for all of us uh, when we think about this word empathy. And I, I think one of the reasons it's a challenge for us is is because we're selfish. I'll talk about that in a second. But I think another reason it's it's a challenge for us is because we really don't know what it means. We hear people talk about it. We ought to have empathy. We ought, and do we really know what empathy means? And, and it's a simple word and you will know what it means when I say it. If you've not, if you couldn't define it right now, you probably can. And most of you probably know, like, I know what empathy is, but it actually is to, it, it, the, the, it means to understand and share in the feelings of another person. It, it's, it's, it's to understand like what are they feeling and not just to not just to know what they're feeling, but that word share is where it gets kind of hard and where we lose sight of really what the definition is. It's not enough just to know what they're feeling, but can we actually get on the other side of the table where they are and and share those feelings? And oftentimes the things they're feeling, they're feeling because we have created those feelings in them. We we are with our lack of empathy, our lack of awareness, that can actually um, cause someone's feelings to to um, really be on tilt, to 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 struggle. And and you know, people when they when they don't feel cared for, they don't feel like we we listen to them. They don't feel like we understand them, and, and, or really care about what you know is going on with them. It makes it really hard for somebody to be engaged, to be connected. We're going to talk about. Uh, connection on Friday, and and I want you to begin to think about this idea of, am I living my life in such a way that the people around me understand, or, or that I understand how they're feeling, and I'm sharing in those feelings. I, I if they're feeling sad, then it makes me sad. If they're feeling grief, it it causes me grief. If they're feeling joy, it actually gives me joy, rather than the people around me are feeling joy and I'm, and I'm jealous of that. Or the people around me are feeling grief. And I'm like, man, I'm glad that's not me. Who's feeling that when you, when you really begin to think about the people around you and what they're feeling, do you care? Do you understand what they're feeling? Do you have a level of empathy for the people around you? Now this last um, week, it was just 
just a couple days ago on Friday, I had an opportunity to speak to a group of leaders from a multi-billion dollar company. It was really great company. Uh, you would know this company if I, if I gave you the name of it. And I was speaking to their leaders and we got a room of about 75 people and we're talking about the, the importance of change and, and as we talked about this idea of change, and maybe we'll do something on change at some point, but but the the really the lens we wanted to look at it from as as these people leaders were in the room, we wanted to think about what does it mean to implement change with empathy toward the people around us. Sometimes we we don't understand really what effect it has when we change. And one of the things that that came up was uh, as as maybe you're a senior leader or you're an owner or you lead a department or a team, you're a coach. Chances are, if you're going to change something, you're going to have an initiative or something that's going to be implemented and everybody's going to have to get in line. They're going to feel that there's, there's a good chance you've been thinking about that. You might've even been brainstorming about that and planning about that and strategizing about that with, with your inner circle, the, the people right around you. Maybe you've been doing that for, let's say three to six months, you've been thinking about this change. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a year and you've really been planning, planning, planning. You know this major thing is coming, and all of a sudden you make a decision, you get it in place, you're going to have a date that this is going to happen, you're going to communicate it to everybody. And we have these things that happen all the time where we, we know for six months and we've we've stewed on it and we've mulled it over, and, and we get to this point where we feel confident this is the right thing to do, and then we implement that. And we've been thinking about it six months. We've been processing it for six months. We put this change in place, and we expect everybody that answers to us or everybody maybe two or three layers away from us to get on board within the next 24 hours or the next week. I mean, we, we're it's, it's crazy when we think about that, that we would have six months to process it. And then we've got – and maybe we don't even need to process at that level. I mean, we want to do it carefully – but some of you are you, you you're not real analytical. You don't need to think about it a long time. And then you're going to implement this change, and you've got analytical people on your team that need to really think about something. And maybe they can't change it. They're thinking about it's not going to change it. But you've not given them any chance to weigh in. Uh, we we always say weigh in leads to buy in. When you when you let people weigh in on stuff, not everybody. I always tell you, not everybody needs to weigh in on everything. But but if you're gonna you're gonna make a change, it's going to affect several layers of the organization, then you might want to have some conversations with several people and to seed that and proper communication. And one of the things that, that happens when we don't communicate effectively, we, we, put, in a, we put in a change that's going to, to affect a bunch of people, and yet we don't – and maybe we even go public in front of everybody and we don't even tell our inner circle team. We just, we just make this decision. We're going to do this. And, and, and when, when leaders – don't lead change correctly. They don't communicate correctly. It just it just indicates to everybody a lack of empathy. I don't even think about what you're feeling. I'm not not only am I don't I don't understand what you're feeling. I'm not going to share in that. I'm 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 um I'm really pretty aloof at that point to what's going on. And those leaders have a hard time building engagement with their people when that happens. So if you're here to, today, you're listening to this, I would I would encourage you to think about empathy at several levels, change being one of them. But what are your people going through? Chances are when I, when I put that change in place, and that's just one more thing piled on to what's going on with their husband or wife, their kids, maybe Maybe they have an aging parent or they've lost a relative or somebody's sick in their family. Something's challenging going on in their community. Maybe they've got something going on in their, in their um, personal life, their financial life. We don't, even, we, don't even, we don't even think about those things if we're not careful. 
And I, I just want to remind you today that empathy is a massive part of being a, a leader that others want to follow. If you're going to win at work, you're going to have to, to begin to understand what does it feel like to be led by me? What does it feel like to be friends with me outside of work? What does it feel like to be in a family with me? It's a great question for you to ask yourself. And if you begin to, to as I have, <laughs> as I think about this, if you begin to see there are gaps in my, in my ability to empathize, not, not even ability, my choice to empathize with it. We all have the ability. It's just we don't choose to, um, to, to understand what other people are going through and, and to share in those feelings. When, if you have gaps there, I want to encourage you to go back to, to it, I, I was going to say my mom's, but it's Jesus' old golden rule. Treat other people um, the way you would want to be treated. And I don't know of anybody who, who is going through something hard who thinks, man, I hope the people around me don't really know what I'm going through. I think sometimes we put up this facade that we really don't want anybody else to know. But the truth is nobody wants the people around them to know what they're going through and then not care. And that's what a lack of empathy does. And so I, I, it's not something we normally talk about here, but I, I just want to remind you, if you're going to win at work, you're going to need to work on this empathy thing. And and it's like one of the, the women in this organization I talked to on Friday uh, reminded me, if you think you have the empathy thing down, chances are you're the one who who really needs to work on this the most. It, it, it's, it is, uh, we, we said a couple weeks ago on some episode, we are talking about something, that somebody reminded me that, that they call them blind spots for a reason. It's, it's because we can't see them. And so if you really think you are an empathetic person, chances are you have an opportunity today to level up as well. If you don't think you're an empathetic person, you certainly have an opportunity to, uh, to, to level up because you're leaving influence on the table for one, but that's really not the reason. I mean, if you, if you're just saying, I want to, I want to be empathetic. So I'll have more influence. That's really not the reason that that goes again, back to the motive. A person who really wants to have empathy really does want to understand what's the other person feeling. I like this. these questions. What's it like to be led by me? What's it like to be my friend? What's it like to be in my family? What's it like to be in my community? And, and if you really want to go to the next level, I, I challenge you to, uh, to work on your empathy. The golden rule, I think, can be a way to, to honestly go after leveling that up, to treat others the way you want to be treated, those words of Jesus are are timeless. They're still they they still work. They really do. And uh, moms are really good at this. They they they. I, I just watch all the moms around me. They feel what the other people feel. They understand. They you know, it's Mother's Day week. Chances are we we all of us need to level. Even you moms, you probably need to level up a little bit too because it's easy sometimes to just think about ourselves. Moms are really selfless. But all of us could be a little more uh, like those moms this week. And even moms, I encourage you to, to keep doing what you're doing. Um, but all of us, let's, let's work on this thing. The golden rule will help us to have more empathy. We're leading change. We're leading a family. We're leading a department. Whatever we're leading, I, I just really want to encourage you this week to feel what the people around you are feeling and to share in that. Uh, if, it's, if it's positive, great. If it's negative, great. Let's, let's, let's be leaders who really um, care about the people around us. And I think we will. We'll be well on our way to chasing greatness. All right. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Love you. Uh, congrats on, on helping us 
uh, reached 25,000 downloads. You, you've done that. It hadn't been us. Hopefully, you're continuing to get value here. If you are, I encourage you to go ahead and share that with someone. And let's keep let's keep chasing greatness together. All right. See you guys.